I'm Andrea Collins. And I'm Shelly Zorn. This is Let's Talk Thomasville, a podcast about storytelling through perspectives of the past, our value of today, and our imagination for tomorrow. Welcome to season two of Let's Talk Thomasville. I'm very excited to introduce a personal friend that I've gotten to know over the last few years. Um, and small business owner, Miss Buffy Spencer, with Receptions for You. Welcome. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're glad uh, to have you. We're excited to learn and share with everybody a little bit about what it's like to be a small business owner in Thomasville and a little bit about you. So, I think our listeners also need to know that season two, we're really going to focus on business owners and their stories. Yes. And so just finding out how they got started, what their challenges were, that's the whole theme of this year is telling their stories, the business owners here in Thomasville. Yeah. So we know you got lots to share. <laughs> yeah. I'll kick so it off the with, first. Yeah. The we'll, first. we'll kick it off with the first question. So tell us a little bit about who you are and um, who your family is and how you came to be in business. Well, um, my business is a reception hall and catering service, and I started my business from my mom. Um, my mom ran a catering service. It was named Arrington Catering Service. She started probably back in 1980s, like in the early 80s. And uh, I enjoyed working with her. All my sisters um, worked with her, so it wasn't just me. And one day we were catering and I probably probably was about 14 years old and we were in a venue and we had to bring everything to the venue, the tables, the chairs and everything. And the Lord had just put on my heart. He was like, you can own a reception hall. And I was like, and you were 14 years old. I was 14 years old Wow. because I love to cook. Yeah. You know, my mom um, loved to cook, you know, in our family, you know, we would have dinner at night. My mom would cook fabulous recipes that she'll see in magazines. So <laughs> cooking was just a part of my life, Yeah. you know, and catering was natural to me. Mm-hmm. And, and did your mom and dad also own another business besides parents, the catering business? Yeah, we came yeah. from a um, business family. So my parents owned a little grocery store Okay. Um, over on um, Martin Luther King. It used to be called Martin Luther King. And uh, it was Five Point Groceries, and it was a neighborhood store. And my mom and dad were just... They were just great people. Yeah. You know, I have to say... Um, so they were the example for you. And I feel like so were. many people we know that have that entrepreneurial spirit, they saw that modeled in their parents, right? They really were. Um, because not only were did they have a neighborhood store, we like grew up in this business. And the people in the neighborhood, they were our family too. And so that partnership kind of blended into the reception hall when we opened it because we served the same people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so when they when they opened the reception hall, did they still run the grocery store? Or did they no, transition from that business to this one? Um, no, actually, that's what that's basically what happened. My mom, why she went more into catering, is because places like Walmart opened up, uh-huh. and so the mom and pop store business kind of mm-hmm. um, makes it harder yeah it yeah. makes it hard to compete with them of so course. she mm-hmm, so she went so when did the reception camp. business start the reception business started um it was a long start uh-huh. <laughs> i mean from 14 years old yeah that's a good point that it was a long start 14 yeah. years old 
because I had like a whole plan. I yeah. said what I was going to do is I was going to, uh, I went to culinary school um, at a technical college. Okay. And I said, I'm going to open up me a reception hall. I'm going to go to culinary school. I got a scholarship to go. And I went home and I told my mom, I said, mom, um, um, her name was Patsy Stevens. She was my um, culinary arts instructor she said she thinks that I could go to culinary art school mm-hmm. and all I need you to do is sign the paper and I'm going to Rhode Island and I'm going and what'd to your mom home. say she was like no because I was going to technical college I was in high school she said you better go out to that technical college and you need to find a career uh, I'm not sending and my she daughter. didn't think that was it. <laughs> she said, that is not it. She She's like, I've done this my whole life, and this is hard, and you need she to do something else no. that's easier, probably. I yeah. was so, so hurt. I right. was just distraught. I mean, I was like, I think I went out to the technical school, and that day, you know, because I was at the... I was in class, and so the class was, like, down from... I mean, down the hall from admissions. So I just went to admissions applied for a whole bunch of programs and just radiology called me but i did not give up the dream okay Uh uh-huh uh matter of fact someone reached out um to me on facebook they saw my business it was like buffy i remember when you were working in radiology and you would draw out your plans for Uh your business yeah she said you would be working on you have a ruler drawing out so the flame was lit the entire time yes i mean i never gave up and my son was telling her um he uh, messaged her back on facebook he said she still does that she 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 draws out and writes out her plans and I believe in that. I yeah. believe that you need to make the vision clear and write it out. And be able to see it, right? That's right. right. I mean, people call it. that a vision board now, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's just you being able to see, yeah, mm-hmm. what your what your plans are. But I knew at fourteen, he God spoke to me, <sighs> and He said, "You will serve many." And He gave me the vision of the reception hall, how it would be. Um, so was the look. reception hall the same location that was the reception hall where your family? started their business mm-hmm. so where you are location. now is not where you started where i am now is another godsend <laughs> you know i believe in the lord and i believe that he um gives you the desires of your heart mm-hmm. and he has a plan for your life if you stick with him and one day i had been I've, i have looked in many places me and my mom my mom has been right there beside me looking in facilities um, but this one particular facility was right there on where I'm located now. Mm-hmm. I walked in and when I walked in, um, it was a garden, garden center or something like that. I think they sold flowers and whatnot. And I asked her, I mean, I was in the facility and the Lord said, this is it. You know, you know, he did. So he tell said, everybody where you are now, where your 1200 facility is. 1200 West Jackson Street. Okay. Okay. 1200 Everybody's West driven past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and. I turned around and I went um, to the owner and I told the owner, I said, are you interested in selling this facility? And she said, you know what? She said, I told the Lord if someone came by and wanted to purchase this facility, I would sell it to them. Uh Uh-uh. Hmm. Hmm. And so then what what happened? 
Well, I was in clinicals because um, I worked. Because you were in the technical yeah, college. Yeah, I worked in technical so I was in Tal- I was at Tallahassee Memorial Hospital, and I received a phone call because I left my number and everything with her. And she called me, and I went outside, and I called her back, and she said, are you really interested in purchasing the facility? And I was like, yeah, I have. I mean, I no had clue saved how up. you were going to do I that. Didn't have, I didn't have any clue how I was going <laughs> to pay this lady for this facility. That's what I love about every business owner we talk to. They uh-huh. say, we say yes, and we don't know how we're going to make it happen, but we just know we're going to make it happen. You throw your hat out there over the I fence. Did. I also think the thing that you brought up about how long it took to see that dream, and we've talked to you before, I think most business owners have two or three things going on. They've got a full-time job. They're doing this on the side till it becomes full-time, and it just takes so long. Like Sometimes I've heard people... And we've helped people that it took them 10 years or yeah. 20 years. And, and then people time. drive by and go, oh, look at that overnight success. But it was like a 20-year oh, no. overnight it was, success. It was a financial um, hardship. It uh-huh. was a risk. nights crying. It was it was a lot. Uh-huh. It was a lot to get so, through. And you still work you a, at the technical college, right? I do. I okay. still work at the technical college. And a lot of people um, sometimes tell me, oh, Buffy, you make money you won't make all the money that's not it um in order for me to purchase the facility because i leased it for a while from um the people who i leased it from and i wanted to purchase the facility i wanted to, to buy it and of course i didn't have the collateral to do that so my mom and um uh someone else put up money so you had me. help. You had investors. I did. Yep. I had two investors. And my mom's property was, you know, we're a small, I mean, we're a black family. So my mom's property is important to her. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, property is She all took a had. risk for you, too. She mm-hmm. did. Yeah. My mom t- believed in me. If, if no one believed in me, my mom believed in me. And she put her the same mom, the same mom who, that told me no. Who told you no? <laughs> she did. She she knew it. Maybe you just weren't ready at she, that time. She yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Huh. She did. Moms know best. They do. And she put a property um up for as collateral, and um I didn't want to lose that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a big motivator. It was. Ooh. So I um I kept my job at the technical college, and I never forget um just before the recession hit. I was going to leave. I said, I need to do this full time. I need to jump in. And I never forget um, the president of the college. I had told her I was leaving. I said, I'm going to resign. And she said, no, you're not. (laughs) She said, you're not resigning, Buffy. She said, we're getting ready to go into recession. Mm. And she said, you need to think about that. So you had colleagues Mm-hmm. that were a sounding board for you when you would make that decision to... And I also so think it's real interesting when I hear your story that so many times you heard no, like you heard no from your mom, mm-hmm. you heard no from this colleague. And I always say, when you hear no, that just means there's something better or that God's protecting you. I mean, or both, right? Re- that no conversa- doesn't mean it's over. That conversation yeah. was the best conversation hmm. because she was right. You know, she was right. It, a recession came and it mm-hmm. was hard. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it was it was very hard mm-hmm. as a business owner to try to stay in business when you don't have any income coming in when mm-hmm. there's no parties mm-hmm. and you had and I had and but it it taught me also to learn how to survive. 
mm-hmm. to learn how to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy for any any human being. Change is necessary, mm. but extremely challenging for every yeah. human being. It's yeah. hard. Well, the Lord always would send me um, different things, whether it's in a movie or, like you say, a colleague or a person, just to let me know that I need to change Mm. what I'm doing. I need to change the way I do business. I need to change my outlook. And that's what I would tell any business owner. You have to change with the times. I mean, that's just the way it is. Or you need to get out of business. Mm. Going back to, um, you made a comment earlier that you had a lot of sleepless nights. You would cry yourself to sleep. You know, like it was really, really hard. When listeners are hearing this and they're thinking, well, if it was so hard, why would you want to continue moving forward, you know, when you're going through so much hardship? What was it that kept you pushing on? Like, what made you keep moving forward? I came from a family that uh, we're hard workers. And the other thing is both my parents believed in the Lord. That's just something that they believe in. And they believe that our lives is a ministry. So my business is a ministry. Everything that I do, that's how I I look at it. It's Mm -hmm. a ministry. So when God gives you an assignment, Mm -hmm. that's what young people say. You have to understand the assignment. Mm -hmm. And I understood what God had given me. And I knew what my community needed. I I knew that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, you know, it is hard. It is um, even now. But um, And then you went through COVID where everything was shut down. Oh, COVID was you're you're running an event center and COVID is oh, here. I mean, it's just one challenge after the other, it right? It was to receive a letter from the city of Thomasville telling you you can't have but ten people in your building was tough. I'm and how sure long did that last for you? How long was that period? That lasts probably uh, maybe six six months, six uh-huh. seven months. So, so not, again, it was eight, good that you had that job at the technical college, right? It was right? very good. So the first time I met you, what impressed me was Monday through Thursday, you're working at technical mm-hmm. college, and Friday through Sunday, mm-hmm. you're working at the event space. Like, mm-hmm. you're working seven days a week. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when, because, you know, we get a lot of inquiries about people want to start their own business Mm -hmm. and um it it all starts with a passion you know Mm -hmm. like you said a passion or a calling um and most of the time people are really good at their passion you know like for you cooking Mm -hmm. but then there's like this whole other side of things that um make up the business the accounting the Mm -hmm. marketing you know all these different things and that's the hardest part for a lot of people um, yes. I find it I find it refreshing to know that I think I, I do think our community has that entrepreneurial spirit, mm-hmm. has that ability to push through all those hard obstacles and things like that. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, that there's a network of people who've already walked that road and that are willing to share what that was like, you know, and being yeah. honest about it. Like, hey, you know, this is not going to be an easy And I know situation. you've done that because we talked about how you've talked to people that want to start a business. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest advice to them when they come to you? For, you know, it's a difference between a business and a hobby, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I tell people, <laughs> you need to make a decision. Do you want to go to the next level with your business? Mm-hmm. So um, really taking classes. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that was um, really good for me to take classes. Um, you know, go to um, the Small Business Administration. Let mm-hmm. them look at your finances. They put a plan together for me. Um, use resources like the University of Georgia. I went um, mm-hmm. with them and they looked at my business plan and helped me perfect it. Creating a business plan mm-hmm. would be really good. 
Um, look at all the local taxes that you have to pay. That was mm-hmm. an eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize I had to um pay federal taxes on employees and and did yeah. you discover that for yourself or did you go to like a CPA or um, how did mm-hmm. you? My sister worked for me and okay. my sister was a business major. Okay. My sister Felicia Perfect. Ross. Yeah, she was yeah. a business major, so she handled all of that in the early part of my uh-huh. business, and um that was a lot of relief off of me but when the recession came she had to go I mean, because it was so slow she mm. had to go um, back to work mm. so I think it's critical too um, my takeaway from you is surrounding yourself with people who are experienced in certain areas that you're not so their strengths you know make up for your weaknesses as a business owner and not be afraid to ask for that help yes and just like you said an accountant you know you need to get a a certified cpa mm-hmm. you need to really get people around you a team mm-hmm. that you can't do it all you can and i think andrew is right you can have somebody that maybe it started with a hobby and they have a passion for something they know how to bake pies and they're really mm-hmm. good at it or they know how to do hair and they're really mm-hmm. good at it but most of the time, they've never run a business, so they mm-hmm. don't know the business side. And you did the right thing by going after resources, whether that's a friend or family mm-hmm. or hopefully, you know, coming to us. That's what we're trying to do at Imagine Thomasville is let people come here and we can tell you who the CPRs in town. We can CPAs. We can hook you up with Small Business Development Center, help you with that business plan. We want to be that resource. But I know a lot of people like you were just, you were your own resource. You were digging for yourself, well, that's, right? That's that's not that's <laughs> not true. What happened is uh, I actually came to you all um, before, here at the chamber. Before yes. we were here. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it was like Don yeah. Sims. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was before Don Sims. Okay. And awesome. um, I just but what happened was I needed financing mm-hmm. for a property, um, for parking. And so my mom's friend um, said, well, my son just started in Albany with this program called Albany Togetherness and he can he can help you. And so he was coming here to have like classes for to help young to help people start up businesses. Mm -hmm. And he said, Buffy, you need to come and you need to come to the classes and blah, blah, blah. I did. And that's what. you know, connected me with um, the Small Business Administration. I didn't know that UGA. part of your story. Yeah, yeah that's good. what connected me with those people coming to um, the chamber. And we still do that. And so I didn't know that part of your story. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's Glad- perfect. Yeah. That worked out really well. Yeah, before our time. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, I was glad that I came because they they helped me. I mean, because I went to the bank. It's funny. I went to the bank to ask for $300,000. Like, the people were going to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? So I got another friend that's a business owner, and she talks about doing the walk of shame out of the bank, you know? Like, <laughs> that is the truth. I thought I was going to get that. Oh, my God. I did. My uh, loan officer at the time was Mr. Beverly, and uh, it's a guy named Mr. Beverly, and I remember him looking at me like, okay. <laughs> so did he give you the money? No. Did he give me the money? <laughs> Again, another told, no. But, another but, no. But he, another no in But the story. great thing about it was he told me what I needed. Okay. He gave me a list of stuff that I needed. He said, you need a business plan. And that helped me, and I started writing my business plan. So he told you what you needed to do to yes, come back later right, and ask again. that's right, to come again. back, and because I didn't know. I really think it's important. I think that's the theme of this first podcast is how many times you heard no 
But you kept going. Yeah. You didn't give up. Like, it wasn't, oh, it was just no for now. Yes, yeah. I looked at several businesses. I even put money down on a building, and I knew that was the building. <sighs> and they came back and they said, no, you can't. You can't have this facility. And I was so heartbroken. I was just devastated. So you're going to hear no a lot of mm-hmm. times. That doesn't mean anything. So no to me right now is nothing. <laughs> You know, to hear no is yeah. like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just like, means the there's Lord another direction just, yeah, to go. The Lord yeah. is just directing me somewhere else. That's and right. I, and that's what I tell new business owners. It just takes determination, doesn't it? Oh, you yeah. Gotta stick with it. Tenacity. Yeah. 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 So, Buffy, we're now in 2022, and I'd say that we are hopefully over the hump of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What do you see for your business over the next 10, 20 years? What, what's your goal? What, what's your dream? What's My the future. Yeah. Um, I think my it's a I'm kind of in limbo. I know I'm getting ready to retire from the tech in the next couple of years, and I want to work in my business a little bit before mm-hmm. I either sell it or either maybe hopefully one of my boys come back and run it. Um, I doubt that, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of holding out. Are they? Couple of years. Do they you cook as good as you do? One of them. They they they're a pretty good cook. I mean they can they can throw down. So, they can. Yeah. Okay. My All right. Son and my other son is really good at business. So you know hmm. I I might see what they do. I, Have I, they I, ever shown interest? No. 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 But <laughs> I would like to see someone else take my business on and with the passion I had and continue it. So if they don't do it, you know whoever the next generation. Um, that takes it on, that runs it, I would be happy because I think it's a need in a community. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. It obviously mm-hmm. is. I lived, when I first moved to Thomasville, close to there, and so I would go past it, and mm-hmm. it, it was like every Saturday night, mm-hmm. there was something going yeah. on in your building every Saturday night. Yeah, obviously needed. Yeah, I would just want it to be a light in the community. That's the future that I see um, with my business. I want it to be a light on Jackson Street. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be a light not only as a black-owned business, but just as a business, as a female, mm-hmm. as someone who probably struggled, but they made it, mm-hmm. and it can continue on. So that's that's what I want to see in the Is future. there any particular advice you would give to a black-owned business? that's connect with other people okay that's um good. that's what happened with me at the chamber i connected with other people because sometimes in business i don't care if you're black owned white owned female whatever you'll live in a bubble uh-huh mm. yeah you can it's so overwhelming mm-hmm. that you, i think that's human you're, nature yeah you're yeah. trying to just make it sometime to the next light bill or uh-huh. next mortgage uh-huh. un- until you don't talk to anyone because you're everything in your business some uh-huh. people are yeah and most small business owners are they wear all the hats they do and you don't have time to talk to anyone else so you don't even know other people are struggling the so only thing that you're yeah. yeah so being intentional about connecting yeah, yeah. you need to connect to other people you because that's to, easier said than done like if we really break that down you're like, you need to get yeah. connected but I mean, how, how, like for those people who are maybe more introverts or a little bit more um, insecure with going out and connecting with people, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's just not in their nature. If they could just take that first move, that first step in, in reaching out to whether it be a friend or you, mm-hmm. you know, I, mean, I think you did that with your family. You did that with bankers. You did mm-hmm. that through the chamber. Yeah. I mean, and that's our, uh, I was like, we teed you up for it or something, but I promise we didn't. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're our, our theme or slogan is imagine Thomasville is 
connecting business. Yeah. yeah oh, building yeah. community. The bank, the, you know, the bank is, oh my, the bank was awesome for me. You know, some people say, well, I, and even though they told me, though, to go yeah, to the bank. yeah mean, even though they said no, um, like I told you, he told me what I needed yeah. and I looked at what I needed. He didn't tell me no in the beginning. He just said, this is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And so I looked at what I need and I mm-hmm. went and got it. And it's intimidating it. to go in there. <laughs> I mean, oh, it just I, is. I don't care now, who I'm you not, are. I, I, I hate to say I'm, You're I'm not sorry. intimidated well, by that? Well, I see my mom walk in the bank oh. and come out, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. <laughs> so I. My mom's the type of person. I have the best mom in the world. It sounds like I it. Wish she yeah, is, I wish we had her here on the podcast. She we might have to have How old is your mom now? My mom, I think, I think it should be 85 or 86 this year. Wow. She is, she is a businesswoman. We need to meet her. You need to meet. <laughs> we need to bring her on for this yeah. maybe version, second, like second oh, version of the podcast. Her name is Mary Lois Arrington, and she is awesome. And so she told us how to go into the bank. Yeah. And so I didn't. I don't have fear in going into a bank. And but a lot of people money. don't have family yeah. that have taught them yeah. that. Yeah. So they're that's really scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I wasn't afraid of that part. Um, but the bank was very good to me. I, I mean, I've banked with Sonovas, I banked with TNB, and they all have been mm-hmm. really, really good. Um, Again, that personal relationship, I think, in a small With town. your loan officer. Your yep. loan officer yep. is so important. Mm-hmm. Building a relationship with your loan officer is like the key. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine trying to start a small business in a really large city like in Atlanta or in mm-hmm. New York because it seems like it's more difficult to make connections there mm-hmm. um, in your small communities I think we're I think I think Thomas County is in the right position to really help cultivate um, anybody who's looking to go into business for themselves mm-hmm. that homegrown kind of aspect is something that you know it takes a village to support and mm-hmm. I think you got the right people to support it because once you're in business then you got to have the patrons that support you and oh I um, have also I, customers yeah mm-hmm. turn to customers the customers that I have they are they're awesome. And I have great support in the community. Yeah. That's, I mean, really. Because you all might not know this. I was going to give up my bit During COVID, I was mm. like, you know, I was down. You think about throwing in the towel? Mm-hmm. I was. I was thinking about throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. And two business owners came to me. And they were basically like, Buffy, get up. <laughs> <laughs> Get up. <laughs> you got to get up. Oh, oh. I know how that feels. You know, be running yeah. the, the chamber had a really hard time. In we 2020. Had a, mm-hmm. Yeah. Very difficult yes. time. And mm-hmm. as the director, it it was tough. I mm-hmm. mean, there were moments where, yeah, my husband was like, are, are you going to be all right? I'm like, uh, <laughs> you might have to commit me tomorrow. I, I mean, know. You know, it was yes, 2020 and we didn't know what was coming and we knew everything was shut down. And so... You know, the first thing people are going to do is pay the light bill and buy groceries. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not trying business. to go have an event. Or, they're not trying to have an event or even pay the chamber. Yeah. So it, it was unique. It, it was a unique year and a unique experience yeah. for us all. Um, I think as we tell these stories of business owners, it's also really telling the story of Thomasville, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's telling your personal story and your business story. But it's you talking about the bankers and right. the chamber and your family. I mean, that's the story of Thomasville. When the community rallies behind a business, it means so much more than what I think the average Joe can really truly understand. So mm-hmm. when you see that that slogan, you know, shop local or support local, there's so much more behind just that those two words, you know, because that's supporting a family. That's 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 creating. That's 
that's helping you understand your assignment, mm-hmm. you know, and follow through with that assignment. So it's just a, incredible to watch the support there. So when you had a couple people who said, get up, <laughs> what'd you do? She got up, didn't I, she? <laughs> well, that's, that, you don't know this. You don't know this. And it, one of the people were uh, was Mr. Abrams. Okay. I don't know if you know. Uh-huh. Um, yep. They planning to interview him soon about his business. Yes. And the other person, I hope I remember his name, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Um, I'm trying to think of his Andy? Name. Andy. Powell Jones. Mm-hmm. Harry T. Harry T. Harry Jones. T. Yeah, I Harry T. Jones yeah. came to me. They came and sat down with me, and it was like Buffy. You know, basically, and they were nice about it. It was like, tell me your story. And Mr. Harity was like, he was so nice and everything. And then you came along. Uh-huh. They, they sent you. And then you came and you talked to me. Actually, that's how I connected with you. Yeah. Mr. Harity yeah. said, hey, yeah. do you know Buffy Spencer? I said, I don't, but I've ridden by her place a thousand times. Yeah. And I should be ashamed of myself for not just stopping in. Mm-hmm. And I reached out and... I feel like the connection went way beyond business. I've gotten to know you as a person, you know? And so it's just, it's, it's, yeah, that connection, that's a perfect example of yeah. how well that works. And so you came along and you were you had kind of getting me excited. It was like, oh, you can do this and you, you can do that. Oh, this is a pretty place, blah, blah, blah. And you were just, and um, you really helped me. But I think what's really Perfect. incredible is that that side of town is really getting a facelift, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, with that new f- infrastructure across the street from mm-hmm. yours, 1915 South, Which is gorgeous. it's beautiful. And there's and other new stores right lots there. Of there's new a stores. new dollar store. Mm-hmm. There's, you can see where the old food line's being restored. Mm-hmm. Your building looks great. Yeah. Um, the Imperial you know, Hotel yep. hopefully will start. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of momentum on that side. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think you're in the right, the right spot and um, you've got the support system. I mean, mm-hmm. I want nothing but the best for, you, you sure know, for you and mm-hmm. your business. And, um, I think another thing that uh, is is important to talk about is with your small like small business owners once they get to a certain point and they are ready to retire that succession planning is key you mm-hmm. know is yeah. that's important because mm-hmm. we don't we want do, your we, business to just uh, go away no, because you're yeah. retiring and you you already mentioned that like if that's your son or if that's somebody mm-hmm. else in the community and so we've been talking about that how can we help as imagine Thomasville to help those people who are retiring. And I think it'll just happen naturally yeah. where we're talking to one person and then we know that maybe you're thinking of retiring mm-hmm. in five, 10 years and hopefully we can. You got another 20 you. years in you. Don't you? <laughs> 30, That's 40. what my girlfriend. Um, I bet you did. She was like, Buffy. I uh-huh. was like, Oh, no. I just don't say, I, I mean, do you feel like the, you said, if you sitting still, uh-uh, you said it's about understanding the assignment and I'm just curious. Do you feel like the assignment is done? No. Uh, <laughs> you know, the new business owners and decorators and um, um, people in my industry, I've connected with them and they are on fire. Mm-hmm. They are, they have so much passion and so mm-hmm. much talent mm-hmm. and new talent that I want to tap into that because they are really inspiring me. And, and I don't think I want to let it go right now. I want to see where it goes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I want, to, I want to get on the ride. So here at the end, just tell our listeners um, 
what's your event space normally what is your business like what what do you normally see in that event space is it weddings family reunions what can what can you do for them we do all of it uh first of all we do consultation with you uh we you can rent the venue um and what's the square footage of the venue it's six thousand square feet it's uh-huh. a big space uh-huh. so when people yeah. are like there's not any place to host an event no, there, oh, is. Yeah, there yeah. is there is <laughs> yeah during covid what we during COVID, we kind of transitioned into having ceremonies because a lot of churches was not open. Ah. So people had an actual wedding and the ceremony. And the reception. And the reception, there. yeah, right ah. there in the um, venue. We redid one of the rooms to do a bridal suite. So, you know, we transitioned like that. But what we can provide is catering, decoration, and venue rental. All the above. Or weddings or any event. We do one stop shop. Yeah, it's a one stop shop. What all kind of events have you done through the years? Um, host business um event events. We've hosted weddings, of course, receptions, we've uh, baby showers, family reunions. Birthday, party. uh, birthday parties. So you have some corporate customers too, though, that come yes. to you and they do like maybe mm-hmm. their Christmas party there yes. or their strategic planning, whatever, their get together there. Yes. Okay. They have corporate events like flowers. Um, they used to have their uh, pre COVID, mm-hmm. um, have their luncheon there. Um, we have um, Bluebell ice cream, mm-hmm. creamery. Mm-hmm. They will have their event there. We've had several. City of Thomasville is, of course, uh-huh. one of I just want people to know, you know, listeners yeah. to know if they didn't know, you know that what you could do there mm-hmm. so they could reach out to you. I mean, it's been a pleasure um, having you on our show today. Yeah. I feel oh, like we you. could. I feel like we could keep going on and on and on. We and might we have, have to do 2.0. Yeah, the two, next interview and with bring your mom. Your mom. <laughs> yeah, if you would be, if you, I think that would be really cool. I mean, I think yeah. it would be nice to have your mom on there um, first to get her perspective of what it was like in her day. You mm-hmm. know, um, as a black female who went into business. And has now seen and passed the baton to her daughter. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that there's just something real special about that. To oh, ca- yeah. capture that um, what would be really neat to hear. So if you're willing and your mom's willing, we'd like to bring I you back. That might be fun. Oh, yeah. We can go to her. Oh, we yeah. Can go to her. My mom. <laughs> well, it's COVID. My mom's not opening up the door. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. My mom's the same way. We'll get her after some of this settles down. Yeah, yeah I we'll get do it. it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll yeah, do it when the time is right. Smart. She would be awesome. And I could talk to you all forever also you know I can talk I think you're just the best example you're such a down-to-earth example of telling other people who have that dream just stay with it you're gonna work really hard like you're gonna work seven days a week and every day job at first it's just one more answer to a yes Uh so you're just every note is one that it wasn't easy i do think people drive by a well-established business like that it looks like the magic business fairy sprinkled some dust it looks like it was so easy from the outside they haven't seen all you've been through well i truly want every business owner everyone with a vision to make it Mm -hmm. i do i i mean i'm passionate about that and that's another thing about my family we are passionate about community service Mm -hmm. community service is very very important because if you think about it what would you do without it what would you do without yes you need to Mm -hmm. you need to put in the work in your community that's right you have to do that give back you need to give back we are big on giving back 
We're givers. One hand mm-hmm. washes another. It does. Mm-hmm. And it takes give. a village. It <laughs> takes a village. It really does. It takes a village. Well, Buffy, it's been a pleasure. A pleasure mm-hmm. and honor. Really great. Um, you know, we, we are excited to have you and your mom back on when the time is right. And um, stay tuned and listen to some more podcasts. We've got a lineup for February for Black History Month, and we're really celebrating um, all of our Black-owned businesses in our community. So we appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then there's our cue to end it because the train's coming through. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect ending.